Welcome to the Blue Lagoon with Mac and Lynx. What's up, y'all? So, uh, Mac's the main host here so far. You know, he, he came up with the idea of the Blue Lagoon. I don't want to take the, the pride and joy away from the idea because he did mention it to me. So what is, what is the Blue Lagoon about, Mac? Uh, well, what's up, everybody? I'm Mac. Uh, I'm here with Link. And basically, the Blue Lagoon is something that was created by myself and Link. Uh, and basically, what, we, what we're doing here is we're giving ourselves a platform. We're giving ourselves a voice. And we're going to be touching on topics such as art, culture, science, technology, and a little bit of politics as well. So we're just going to do a little bit of everything. Um, and we hope that you guys stay with us uh, in, until infinity. And, uh, and beyond. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess that's what it's about. That's what we're about. That's what this, this whole channel will be about. Let's talk about some shit. So today, I guess the first thing we want to talk about is the urban environment. You want to touch up on that? Because I'm still a little lost. What do you mean by the urban environment? What, what about the urban environment? Well, I guess something about the city is we wanted to bring uh, some political issues up, I guess, too. I'm not sure. You, uh, Are you referring to uh, the uh, the mailbox voting situation? I mean, yeah, that's one thing. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that people have been seeing uh, the USPS mailboxes being picked up and put in pickup trucks and then driven away. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Like, I, I actually seen that, too. Um, you saw it, like, Twitter. in person? Oh. I was on Twitter, and I saw it. Um, it, was, it was actually cool because uh, I was like, you know, for Trump to be doing and going to extreme measures to do this, like, I know that, you know, he feels in his heart that he probably is not going to uh, have a snack in the election, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, was that his choice? I don't. I didn't know that that was his choice. That is his choice. Like I guess so, well, right? Like I, I guess so as well. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know too much about you know policies and, and rules regarding him and what he can do. But man, this shit is crazy, bro. Like we're living in some crazy times. It's a perfect time to have the blue lagoon, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the perfect time for the blue lagoon. Um, I guess another thing besides that, talk about, uh, well, I'm out here in Philly, you know, and it's kind of a mess, not going to lie. It's just, uh, it's, Philadelphia's always been exciting, but now it's just another place because it's not even a city. I mean, people are coming out, but how long before they just lock everything down again? What do you think? Uh, I'm out here in the DMV. And uh, well, you know, what is the DMV? The DMV is uh, Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. Oh, okay. So, um, and DC is a part of the DMV as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm in the DMV, and basically, uh, it's kind of a chill where I'm at in particular. It's kind of a chill environment. Uh, the corona cases have been going down. Um, we've had our George Floyd protests peacefully. And um, 
it, it, it's just been a, a a weird time in general for the world, you know, due yeah. to the COVID-19. So, you know, um, it, it, it's just been a, a weird experience to say the least, you know, life as we know it has changed so dramatically that, uh, you know, we don't necessarily know what's gonna happen next. I mean, honestly, we all can say nobody knows what's gonna happen next, you know. Yeah, life will never be the same again, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So, so what, um, what's, what's up, man? I, I heard that, uh, first off, it's uh, just a little birthday mention. Happy birthday to Nipsey Hussle. Uh, yesterday yeah, happy was birthday, Nipsey, you know. E-Day. You know, so uh, I want to give shout out to Neighborhood Nip um, for the outstanding and courageous work that he's done and to the people that he touched in all walks of life with yeah. his background, his success and his entrepreneurship. Yeah, no, he so, was amazing. I mean, like, uh, happy birthday. Happy C-Day, Nip. You already know what time it is. Neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, he was friends with everybody. He's probably friends with Elon and them, but I know he's, he was friends with this one entrepreneur that I follow, Gary V. And I guess they used to chill too, so. Yeah, man, this guy was all over the place. Yeah, um, I, I, I've, I was really a big fan of, of Cuz, because uh, I, I know that um, for a fact, he's reached a, a generation and uh, that's, that's basically considered lost to the American society of people who have been kind of pushed to the side and he, he went to those people like hustlers, ex-hustlers, ex-dope boys, you know, people who are in the, in the streets and he actually touched and reached them and it is so hard to do that. So he had, you know, gang bangers, he didn't united gangs and, uh, you know, it's unbelievable what one man can do with the will and, and the motivation that he had. And, and with his business entrepreneurship, you know, I know I read that um, him, including with T.I. Uh, and a couple of the big time uh, black entrepreneurs and a politician from New Jersey as well, were creating something that is similar to HUD, which is housing urban development. And what they were doing is they were uh, not only, you know, helping people who, who need help, but in the majority, you know, African-Americans, but they were also giving them stocks and ownership within the properties that they were building. Oh, nice. And the land that they were building. So they would have shares in that as well. So, you know, that plays a, a bit different from what we see now in, in HUD and, um, or HUD, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, when somebody gets evicted, you know, they really have no ownership. You know, when, when it's different when you own something and, you know, you having troubles, financial troubles, fine, you know, with the household. But it's another thing when you actually own something and you own that property or have some type of ownership or share and you're in a financial struggle. So I big up to neighborhood Nip. Just a couple of things that I, I know that he's done and I'm very proud of that brother. Yeah, I mean that's that's amazing, honestly. It's like the opposite of what they're doing out here in Philly where they uh what is it, they're just fixing up neighborhoods and kicking everyone out? What's that called? I forgot what it's called. Yeah, uh, gentrification. There we go, that's the word. 
Yeah, I didn't really hear that word much until I came down here, to be honest with you. Well, well, you know, for our backdrop, you know, we were in a particular situation, reverse gentrification. Um, yeah. You know, we were in a, a, for a couple of years, you and I were in a situation where we were basically Z minorities. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's true. We had to, to round everybody up. It was so, so, it was uh, so few of us that we just all had to round up and just like, look, we are, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's crazy that we even had to think that way, or that it's not even that we felt that way. It's just you just collected, just because everyone else would be the way they are. Yeah, man. Like, uh, you know, that that was an experience. That that's a that that right there. Our um, experience in you know in the undisclosed location that we might talk about on a podcast some other day or some other time on a whole different podcast you know just we need a whole episode dedicated to that because that in itself is a whole episode Uh, it's a different experience altogether what do you think about the nba and uh the uh bubble thing and you know with this corona stuff can you explain bubble thing are you saying they're gonna play in a bubble (laughs) Yeah, they're actually playing right now in the bubble. Um, Excuse me. And, they, and, they, and they're, uh, you know, pretty much uh, 420. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're, they're pretty much uh, uh, playing in the bubble, in the secure bubble uh, with the coronavirus out here. And um, some people think it's not safe. Some people uh, decline not to participate some NBA players and others like commentators they haven't some, done it yet is what you're saying they're going to do it oh it, no it's already going on it's it's been going on for a, approximately a month now I want to say or like three weeks two weeks so can you where is it I haven't seen it really the, like, the bubbles in Orlando Florida oh so it is at Disney yeah like they're literally on Disney like <laughs> you know I, that, that's a lot of money I bet to do all of that but for the love of the game, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, they're still getting a lot. They're probably getting more for playing in a bubble. Why people probably don't think it's safe because then the germs are concentrated in there. They should be playing outside, like some street ball. Well, well, that, that's a, that's a thing. And another thing is, you know, if we know Florida is just is now one of the biggest hotspots for it. Yeah. So it's like that's very it's like one big contradiction. But I guess with the rules and restrictions the bubble has. Um, like NBA players can't leave the bubble once they're in it. So as, oh, so they have to like um, stay there for like a month or some shit. As long as they have to uh, to finish out the NBA season. Oh shit! Wait, so holy shit! So you're saying where is this bubble? I need to. See, I want to see a picture of this thing. You notice when you use DuckDuckGo, it doesn't let you see all the things. I guess because Google tracks everything. Right. Um, yeah. And sh- shout out to DuckDuckGo, um, because I like DuckDuckGo. I, I use yeah. that. You as put well, me but I, it. I know for a fact I can't use it for everything. So I also keep my Google. Yeah. As well. See, the reason I like it is because then I see what shows up. Because like I'm in it into it because of the advertising aspect. So like all the people that these people are, like all, like that means I need to figure out how to market to people that are using this browser. Is what I'm saying. Because the stuff that I use is normally Google stuff. And this thing, it senses any Google analytic type thing. 
so it won't show you anything that Google's tracking. And then when it go onto it, it's not even like it's that spooky of a way of tracking. It's just like if you go on to purchase something from someone's website, you're gonna get tracked because I mean, like, besides you having to buy it, you're gonna need you're gonna need that transaction, I guess. You know, I don't know. Like we, I, I guess it's more like, in like world uh, from a business is way. Inevitable. Huh? It's like it seems like in our world, tracking is inevitable. Yeah, it's spooky. But whatever. Very spooky. <laughs> Yeah. What can you do? I don't know. I can't really see a picture of it, but I guess I believe you. That's crazy. That's insane, man. I got I, so like, what is it? How many teams is it on the NBA? Is it like twenty something? No, fifty, I guess. Right? Like each uh, no, each coast has twenty like twenty or some shit, right? There's like thirty two teams. In total, or half and half? Because I know that there's the east and the west, right? Well, yeah, you have your conferences, but right now, like, there's no such thing as home court and away court. It's really just uh, everybody in one in one particular spot, and they're just playing. It, it seems like pickup basketball almost because there's no fans. Everybody's um, in a virtual world while watching. Um, so if you're if you if you, uh, if you actually have the opportunity to watch it live via. Uh, you know, tablet or computer, whatever. You, your face, your virtual face, or your actual face will be uh, on in, in the in the stands. They have a whole bunch of monitors, so you actually had celebrities and and such watching the live games, and they were literally in the stadium, on the screen, per se. You know. Yeah, then I'm not seeing anything that current from it. I guess. You see the virtual fans? Yeah, that's it. Wow, that looks weird. I mean, there must be some 4K monitors then or something, because, like... Oh, well, yeah, they, they're leaving at no expense, obviously, you know, because of the corona and, you know, the the, the, the season and the fans. And, uh, yeah, and they definitely have all the players are, are allowed to put anything on their jerseys regarding to their uh, political stands. So I think that's cool as well. And they got Black Lives Matter on the court every game. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the NBA is like 80% black, so yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it even if even if they wanted, even if the the companies and the sponsors and the owners even felt like resisting a little, it just would not work in that situation, <laughs> you know. Um, NFL is a different story, but you know, NBA seems like it got its stuff together. Yeah, well, they had to have thought of it. I mean, none of these things can just stop because of this. You need to keep moving on. 